I could start this show in so many different ways and so many different rabbit holes, but first you have to know about the seven mountain mantle. If you don't, it is a prophetic word for the church in regards to the seven mountains of humanity, of culture, basically. And one of them is politics. If you've never heard of this, there's other things like education, um, media, arts, entertainment, family. I'm going to miss some when I speak off cuff on it. But I really encourage you to listen to this one, especially if you've never engaged in the political mountain. It is something that I was really actually passionate about in elementary, middle, and high school, which sounds weird, but I always said that I was going to be the president of the United States. That was literally, if you asked me what I was going to do, that was it. And I was the student government president of my elementary, middle school, and on into the executive boards and all of that into high school. And then I just lost interest. You'll learn a little bit about that and why I lost interest. But as I met Ann Farrell Tata for the first time, today's guest, I felt that spark, that resurgence of this is a passion and it's something that we should really engage in as Christians and not be afraid of or think that our voice doesn't matter. If anything, it matters more. So whether you're a prayer warrior, an intercessor, whether you have the gift of prophetic or evangelism, if you are called into something like this, as Ann Farrell was unexpectedly, I encourage you, like we say at the end, to do it afraid because there is something for you. There is a gift that the Lord has for you and there is a calling on your life. And so we hope as you listen, whether you're ignited to make moves in the political spectrum or not, we hope that you vote, we hope that you pray, and we hope that you enjoy today's episode with Delegate from Virginia, Ann Farrell Tata. She's amazing. I love this show. I love this episode. And we are so grateful to have you here. So tune in, tag, follow, subscribe, review, all the things. You know how this works. I appreciate you fully. And we're going to get started. But before we do, I want to just shout out one of our loyal listeners, Robin McDonald. I appreciate you so much. She left a review that says, I love Tamara's energy and passion for approaching self-help and entrepreneurship grounded in Jesus. Her insights and metaphor for fitness and faith are spot on. I really appreciate her biblical guidance and Holy Spirit-led wisdom. Oh, gosh. That just goes to God. So thank you for the time that it took to write that and also just an honored recognition of what the Lord is doing and how we can be vessels for Christ simply by speaking, simply by turning the microphone on. So if you've ever considered turning the microphone on over your own message and your own anointing, I highly encourage you to get invested in our community. We have so many different resources for messengers because that's ultimately what you are. Maybe you want to start a podcast and come to one of our podcasts casting retreats or have a VIP session with me to grow your show that you potentially try to start on your own. Or perhaps you are ready to publish your book and get that message out in written format to all of the bookstores across the globe. I can help you there too. Maybe you're just ready to get on stage and be heard and develop a business around what it is that God wants you to develop community and connection around. You're going to hear in this episode today about love, community, and connection. It's all linked together and you have a calling. So if the calling has already happened and you are now just ready to be equipped as a messenger, I'm your girl. Follow me, get connected, send me an email, get on all the things, you know where to go. My name is Tamara Andress. Thanks for hanging out and enjoy the show. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success 
instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. All right, if that music doesn't activate purpose right out the gate, I don't know what y'all are doing over there. It gets me excited every single time, and I am so thrilled to have another purpose activator alongside me. Today is House Delegate, Virginia House Delegate, for those listening around the world, and Farrell Tata, and we got connected kind of recently, but we've known about each other because we're in the same, you know, 757 area for a couple of years, and our friend Lauren Sinclair said we have to meet. And when we finally did, I knew exactly why. We were Holy Spirit connected as sisters and just, it was such an amazing opportunity. And I'm so excited to just continue to propel what the Lord is doing in your life today on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And yes, I was so happy to know who you were. I was a fan. I was a big liker on all your content. And (laughs) actually meet you in person was amazing. And then to find out we have all these other connections too, is just extra special. And I think that's a part of sometimes people forget how critical going local is when we're so used to going global, especially with those who are listening to this show. The FIT in the acronym stands for Founders, Innovators, and Trailblazers. And that feels like very national, international, global. But what we find more importantly is when we have a home base and this part is safe and taken care of, when we go do those bigger things in different places, it really really as a stronghold of safety and love and goodness. And that's why having you in our backyard brings me so much peace. <laughs> oh, well, I love that. I know. And it's, it is that God has called us both here. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. And so, Ann Farrell, I'm so happy for people to get to know you. Um, and I want them to sense that just genuineness that you have, that kindness that you exude. And even as you create these massive events and in being a Virginia House delegate feels like so like put together, like I feel like I should have a suit on today. <laughs> and simultaneous, like you're just fun and lighthearted. And um, I want people to feel both of those things. And so can we start with your backstory and then bring them into kind of where you are now and how we can be advocates for what you're doing? Sure, sure. Well, uh, part of that is really easy because I keep saying I'm not a politician. I am a public <laughs> servant. And Let's it's go. it couldn't be more true for me. I, um, My husband and I have been married. Uh, next year, it'll be 40 years. Oh, my gracious. Congrats. Four, I know. It's amazing. God is really amazing. <laughs> Insane. Um, but we uh, raised our four children right here in Virginia Beach. I'm from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. He was in the Navy, went to the Naval Academy was stationed down in Florida and I met him and married him within seven months, moved me to Virginia Beach. And except for three years that we moved to Charlottesville for him to go to law school, we've always been here. This has been our home. Wow. And it's been amazing, amazing um, 
just raising our children here. It's a great place to, we always say Virginia is a great place to live, work, and raise a family. And that was really true for us. And so I, uh, I've always worked. I've always been really active in the community. All four of our children were athletes. So we had, my whole world was running to soccer Riding. games, cross games, <laughs> yes. you know, every, every, uh, every season was a different sport. So and then, um, our children went off to college and started getting married. And, um, my husband and I, we, we joke, we were, you know, it was around COVID and uh, we were looking at for the next, uh, you know, Netflix series to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where out of the blue comes this invitation to run for office. And I was uh, really never thought about it, never aspired to do this. I, uh, I've i always, you know, been politically aware and yeah. we, my husband and I would host events for candidates and so forth. We supported people and all that, put signs in our yard. Yeah. But um, never, ever thought I'd be the candidate. And when they asked me to run, I, I, just uh, said I would ask my husband and God, but I knew both would say no. So I was <laughs> thought I was safe. Like it's fine. This will be a great way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, that's not exactly what happened. So here I am. But once I realized that it really was a call, and once I my husband was completely on board, and once I was completely on board, I really went all in. And so I've been serving now for two years, finished my first term, finishing my first term, and then I will be running for re-elections in uh, this fall, November. So it's been crazy, but it really is. I, I feel uh, very called to this. I feel like this was, you know, when I look back on my whole life, I realized God was doing all, all these things that happened in my life was preparing me for this time and this moment. So it's been really amazing. Well, there's so much about like the role in that. I love the public servant idea because it truly is a, a space of, it's an unpaid position, right? And well, you get paid, but it's very little. It's yeah. the salary in Virginia is 17000 a year. Ah, okay. It's an unpaid position and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you're still working at yes. K-Love. Well, I guess K-Love Radio is the flagship brand of, but that's wild to me. I, right. I don't understand. I mean, people think I'm quote unquote, I hate this word, but busy. And yeah. how do you manage all of the things in the process of still maintaining a home front, a marriage of 40 years and being a mama? And you're, are you a grandma yet? You said yes, they have kids? Grandmother okay. three. Grandma yes. too. How, how are you managing all of it? Because I think time constraints is often a limiting belief that we can't possibly add something to our plate. Right. Well, you know what they say, they go, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. And, and it is <laughs> yes. true. You know, it's, it's, well, first of all, it's interesting that in Virginia, we are a part-time legislator, at least we're considered a part-time legislator. One time, sometime we have to uh, question that because you do seem like you're working 24 seven, but um, you know, it's, it's so funny, you know, uh, you have more than one child after you have that first child, you just think how in the world can I love another human True. being? There's no way I can love anyone more. And then you have a second child and you're like, wow, it's that, that phenomenon of the multi multiplication, good. you know, yeah. and a multiplier. And I really feel like this work has been a multiplier. I feel like somehow, um, and especially because I do feel so called, I feel like God has given me this, this, um, extra, you know, energy and, yeah. and ability to get things done that I need to get done. And I mean, I'm always, I don't feel like I ever get it done. Everything yeah, done. Right. I'm always working on things and doing my best to, to make things happen. But, uh, it, it really has been amazing that I, I feel like the more I have 
on my plate, the more, you know, organized I am. Yeah. It is. I don't know how, I can't explain how that works, but it really does seem to happen. It's interesting. I hadn't ever thought about it from that perspective, but you're so right. And I love the, if you want something done, give it to a busy person because they will somehow put it in their planner or their schedule, or they'll make the time if it's important. And I think when people approach us at any point and something I always encourage people is like, you never know what my response is going to be unless you ask. Right. And so if, if it's important enough and it's not that you're not important, but if the thing or the time or the item, or if it aligns at that point and I'm able to put on my schedule, I'm a hundred percent going to, I right. met a girlfriend for sunrise walk on the beach the other day because I wanted to see her so bad, but my schedule was only available in the wee hours of the morning. And she's like, I love you so much for doing this. And we ended up talking for like three hours because it was a safe haven time that I don't generally give away, right? right? And so I think it's a great perspective for people to know that it is possible. I also want to note to the fact that like you're in this season of life where you could easily just tap out and be like, I'm ready to just kind of coast now. Your husband's career has been amazing. Your career has been wonderful. And I love that you're like, no, we're going to jump all in and give it everything I've got. And it's showing on all of the different things that you've been able to bring to life. You guys, I want you to take note of some of the incredible legislation that she's been able to help pass, which is um, through the military, through foster care care, fighting human trafficking, and anti-Semitism, what of those things have become kind of the firepower to all of it? Or is there any prioritization of passion for you or they all matter in different ways? That, well, that's a good question that, that uh, I think for me, um, the, when I first was elected, I kind of, you know, once I realized that this really was a calling, I, I'm very moved by, um, I was very motivated and moved years ago from Isaiah 58. And that's the passage that talks about what do you, what sacrifices are you bringing me? You're bringing me, you know, um, goats and bulls and, you know, those kind of sacrifice and fasting. But that's not what I want. What I want you to do is take care of the oppressed, break the chains of, of those that are in bondage and, um, help the poor and the, the widow. And so I was really moved by that and um, just in my whole life and even with my work with Caleb. And so when I realized that I was really being called to do this, I did, I told God, I said, if, if I win, my first legislation is going to be for foster care because I do feel like the foster youth is the orphans of today. Yeah. And so that was really a big passion for me. And then, you know, unfortunately, foster care, um, a lot of the kids aging out are, make them vulnerable for human trafficking. So to me, that was, that was really, um, related. And also talk about being in chains, you know, the human trafficker victims, hopefully helping them become survivors is to break, is part of breaking those chains. So those were really motivating to me for my own personal, you know, motivation. And then um, the military, you know, how can I not love the military? I'm the daughter of an army chaplain. I'm married to a former Navy man. My son-in-law is currently serving in the Navy. My brother-in-law is a retired army general. So I'm surrounded by military. And then the community, as you know, that we live is is all military. We're the East Coast Navy SEALs are headquartered here. And so it's hard not to support that. And then um, anti-Semitism, of course, my faith is also extends to that. Really hate against anyone. It's like intolerable. We should not tolerate. So it's it's really been amazing. I do have a lot of these, my own personal 
um, feelings. And then it's been, it's been nice that I've been able to do legislation that are in those areas. But the cool thing is that these are really bipartisan issues. And so I've been able to get these um, bills passed with bipartisan support. And right now we have divided legislature, you know, where um, Republicans are in the majority in the House, Democrats are a majority in the Senate. So without working together, you're not going to get things done. So I have been really proud of my Democrat colleagues who have supported my legislation and we've been able to get things done, but it just makes sense because it's really for the good of humanity and, and our community. Well, there's someone, a loyal listener who's on right now, Dr. Michelle, and she is uh, served in the military for a long time herself. And she's like, this is amazing. We really do need people who are called into these roles. And it's not often that we get to share or speak to them firsthand like this. And so I feel super honored, super privileged to have you here and spending this time with us. I would love to answer some of the questions that people might have that were provoked in my own spirit when I first met you. Um, at your your brunch that you put on, uh, Tata two hundred for Tata, is that right? Two hundred for Tata, yeah. yeah. And um, it was we have awesome. To raise money, unfortunately. I know, but it was awesome. We need to use to like the the insight behind it was great. Now we're gonna do that. Your your three is it your three that it'll be next one sure. next two hundred for oh, Tata. Yeah, that's right. It'll be my third one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I got you. An on that one. It'll be in May. This I think the second week of May of 2024. Incredible. We're going to make sure we raise money for this because you guys, yeah. when you hear not just these things that she's speaking to in the legislative perspective, but also what the Holy Spirit can do through one vessel. And oh, we know that it's, it's go ahead. This is our fourth. Oh, it will be your fourth. Okay. So fourth. Okay. okay well, we got sorry. it. Now we definitely have to make sure yeah. that there's more people there. Well, maybe it's 2000 for Tata. Woo. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thinking about that, you and Winsome Salem, you guys are hilarious together. When you guys were sharing about what's happening behind the closed doors, the things that people don't see when there are big hearings, there are big opportunities, there are big legislative conversations happening in the office. Um, tell us what it's like to be able to be a prayer warrior alongside some of these incredible people who are moving the needle. Absolutely. And, and the, the, um, well, the first, the, one of the most interesting things to me when I first started serving in 2000, in 2022, January of 22, um, you know, I didn't know what to expect and our, our how the house was very, very closely, you know, split, right. It was like 52 to 48. So it was really close. And, um, you know, there would be these, you know, people would stand up with these speeches and it was kind of inflammatory and people would get upset and angry or whatever. And then you'd go into the member lounge and you'd be like, Hey, how was your weekend? And Ah. I couldn't believe I was like, Oh my gosh. And then I realized, you know, some of it is theater that's just for show, but actually we really do work well together. And, you know, we, um, 85% of what we do is bipartisan anyway. So we kind of, you know, work together on a lot of things, but the prayer part is really important because, um, and I saw it, I saw it knowing that people were praying for us and, and, uh, and even us on, I would be on the floor and there would be votes on certain things or discussion about certain things. And I would just, I would just really ask the Lord, I would invite him into the house floor to be a part of all that. And, uh, and we, and I saw it, I saw there was a peace, there was, a um, just a unifying on a lot of things. And, uh, it was, it was really interesting to watch it. And it was, and, and it's also, when I say we feel the prayers of the people, it's really true. I mean, just having decisions that you have to make in, in the moment. And some of these are, are, are tough things that you have to decide and vote. And, and even some, you have to kind of put your own feeling aside 
because you're representing, you know, I represent 80,000 people. And with the new district, it'll be 85,000 people and not, and of those 85, 80,000, only about 60,000 a registered voter, but whether they, whether they're registered to vote, whether they voted for me, I still represent them. Yeah, that's good. And, and their and their voice and their thoughts matter to me because I'm I'm a servant. I, yeah. I work for them. So having the prayers and knowing people are praying is huge for me because I know things will get done through prayer, and um, it gives me you know having a relationship with Christ gives me a love for all my constituents, whether you know no matter yeah. what they're they're my brothers and sisters in humanity. So the, the prayer is huge. I think um, when I'm processing even all of those people, I, we think about it in a social digital spectrum, like people who have millions of followers or any of that, but like to know where their house is, to know where their kids go to school, to know what park they play at and what grocery store they go to, that is so much different than having like a fan base or audience when you're talking about being a servant to them and obviously communing with them. Like you're literally dining at the same restaurants as they are and spending time at the same festivals and fairs. Um, There's such an intimacy that happens, which we found so much of what we do as a company and a nonprofit on intimacy because we think it's what is missing in a lot of spaces and places. Um, How, when you're going out and about and you're interacting, how do you maintain like a caliber of boundary while also creating intimacy and that know, like, and trust with your community? Well, that, that's actually another good question because it really depends on who I'm with. My husband is amazing. He understands that this is part of the deal. And so when I'm with him and people, and people do, they come up and they'll tell me their problems or or they'll tell me their complaints or they'll tell, or they'll say, or they'll say, you know, we're behind you. You're doing a great job or thank you for that. You know, they followed the legislation. So I get really all kinds of people saying all kinds of things (laughs) and, um, and, you know, with, and if I'm with my husband, you know, we're, we just, we're like, that's part of, that's what we signed up for. Right. And it, you know, it has happened. It's not very often, but every once in a while, like I'll be with, you know, some other couples having dinner and someone will come up and really want to get into something. And I just, I just say, you know, is there any way you can come and see me at my office? I'm happy to come and talk to you. And our office is so accessible. You know, we, we are, we take appointments. We've had people that completely disagree with the way I vote and they've come in and we've had dialogue. So we're very open to anyone, um, you know, coming in and talking to us. Um, we do ask sometimes, you know, could you make an appointment just depending on where it is? Because some things can't be, you know, figured yeah. out when you're walking around the farmer's market and you know, on a Saturday <laughs> morning so with my granddaughter. And it's like, can we make an appointment to do about this later? But, right, right. But, but on the other hand, I really, I am okay with the fact that I am, this is what I signed up for. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to turn people away. Sure. And I know people are really hurting. I know people are really angry. I know people have, you know, they read something and then they get, they have their mindset on something. And so for me, it's so important to hear what they have to say, whether they agree with me or not. And when they do agree with me, that's great. And we can share stuff. And if they don't, I, I want to hear their heart and I want them to hear mine. So I, I, you know, when is a better time than the present kind of thing? Yeah, you know? true. So that's why I, tr- I try to be very present, present. for yeah. for my my people. 
That's awesome. And I'm sure also like uh, taking those hiatuses, maybe it's just sometimes on the, on the couch with your hubby, but like today was going to be our day. We're going to have privacy or traveling. I'm sure when you go other places, it might not be as cumbersome. Um, I, I think even people who have a hard time dealing with positive, but more so negative feedback, obviously can be difficult. There's that criticism element and that comparison element and all of these different places of limiting beliefs that can ponder or, or spike when it's through online. Cause that's really where a lot of my interactions would be. Um, and so I, I give you massive kudos to being able to keep your composure in those places. Cause I wear my heart on my sleeve and I think I would feel like, I'd be like, oh my, I don't like to not be agreeable. I don't like to like deal with confrontation. It's not in my nature. I'm always learning and I will make a stand for Christ. But, um, everyone always talks about thick skin, but I believe that there's something really special and it's, it's obvious about even your demeanor where you're very approachable. Um, and I think that that's something that's been curated by Christ over a long time versus you having to do it right now in the present. Well, you know what's, and I kind of forgotten about this until you yeah. were talking about that. And it, but it is true, and it's happened more than once when somebody will send me kind of a nasty, you know, comment yeah. or, a, and and they they could be mean, sure. And and uh, but they, they, I think they're really surprised when I respond, and I go, "It sounds like you're really upset about this. I'd love to talk to you." And I've even gotten things in the mail, and I write them back, and I go, nice. "You know, it sounds like you have some, you know." problems with some of the things that I'm, you know, about, please come and talk to me. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I, and, and I think it's probably part of, part of that is growing up. I'm one of six kids and four of my siblings are boys, my brothers. Oh, yeah. You could deal you know, with confrontation. Brothers, here, brothers. So I'm like, I feel like they kind of toughen me up and I'm not, I'm not afraid and, and of, you know, dealing with people that, that don't agree or, or have another opinion and, uh, or don't believe the way I do. And, and so I'm, I'm not afraid of that. And, and of course, some things, you know, are hurtful. I'm like, oh my gosh, that wasn't very nice. But, yeah. you know, at, at the end of the day, I just, I do, I, I really keep in mind God has my reputation, yeah. you know, and I'm really about pleasing him and, so and he, he would want me to be kind and, and forgive and turn the other cheek and all those things he tells us to do. And so that I matter, I, I care about that. And I, and I know that I represent him, you know, as a follower of Christ, we represent him. And that's why I'm really careful about things that I put out on my own social media yeah. because I represent him and I know he is love and he is kindness and he's forgiveness. And, you know, so it, so it that, that helps drive a lot of my decisions. Well, I think regardless of what your intention is, um, or not intention, but your relationship is connected to whatever you do, right? It's that profession that if your intention is clear and in from that place of love and kind and gentle and forgiveness that you really can come up to any combative nature or situation and kind of put arms down right at that point yes. and be like, yes. okay, let's hear. So I love that communication is such a part of how you develop relationships is just openness and um, transparency in that. All right, quick interruption but actually it's not really an interruption. It's an invitation. It's an invitation for you to come deeper, not just be a podcast listener that we really never get to interact with, but be a part of the family, be a part of the foundation of what the founder collective is heart premised on. And that's Ephesians 2.19, that we are found in him, that we are a family and operating as one on the foundation of Christ with him as our chief CEO, our chief cornerstone. 
And what does that look like? How can you come in further? Well, we have a weekly founder collective call. That's a Zoom call. We'd love for you to be a part of it. It's open conversation, similar to how we have this podcast talking about business practices and truth principles and how we're actually living a life on purpose and in the presence of God consistently. Additionally, we're inviting you to our annual conference. This is be our third annual conference. You can go to thefoundercon.com. Again, that's thefoundercon.com. And you'll get to hear people like Jay worship and teach and share from his testimony. Anthony, Pastor Anthony, the bearded wonder. (laughs) He's going to come to you with his fiery flaming shoes and his voice and the belly. The fire that's within his belly comes out in such a dynamic way when it's on stage. Myself, my team, and all the incredible people who are part of this family. It's not just us. And we want you to be in on the us because we want to make way for your message, for your movement to be known and to be equipped and to also be resourced. We love sharing resources, which is what we do in that weekly call. So you're invited. You're invited. Come one, come all to all the things. If you need more information, I'm sure wherever you're listening to this or seeing this, you can get it in the link. So look, go a little deeper, go a little further into what God is calling you into. This is a summoning. This is a call. This is a roundup for you to also be fully founded in him as a founder in the Founder Collective. I'd be curious, Ann Farrell, as you have gone through this journey and you're into this next season, how have you seen, because starting you are coming off of COVID, and so the climate and the temperature of even people and the isolation and all these different conversations associated to, we could go down a whole rabbit hole, education, politics is surely one of them. Um, how are you seeing things that are different now in this election versus in the past? Well, well, I think um, that the, the one good thing about COVID, you know, and there weren't many good things about yeah. it, but one thing, it really did open people's eyes. And yeah. when we saw um, the learning loss with these kids that are, they're still suffering and we have data to show it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be, we're going to be playing catch up for a long time for that. And, um, and then the businesses that were shut down, I mean, you know, closing down churches and keeping, uh, you know, alcohol, ABC stores open. That just yeah. is criminal to me, criminal. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and these small business people that really were suffering, you know, having their businesses closed. So I, I think it'll be interesting, you know, to see what happens now, but um, that really got a lot of people involved. It got a lot of people They're They're like, wait a minute, what, what happened here? What it kind of caught us all off guard. And so um, it's, it's just going to be really interesting to see how, you know, what happens going forward. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I know when for my own campaign, so many people that came and volunteered for me from day one were people that were like, I've never been in, I, I heard this all the time. I've never been involved with politics before. Yeah. I mean, even staff, my staff has net, had net, all three people that have been working around my campaign. They had not been involved with politics before. And they all came, it was all out of the COVID. They were like, what is happening to our community, to our country? And so it really did wake up a lot of people. So that's been helpful and Yeah, fun. I loved meeting them. I love their heart. I love your all of your all's energy together too is just so electric and ignited that I can only imagine when you're in the community, people are like, Wow, this is a bright light, but that's a gift from God in so many yeah. ways because we were so used to like it being dark and dreary and like this is what that is. Honestly, I would definitely raise my hand to being one of those people. I'm like, I don't want to get involved with that. I was involved in politics when I was really young in middle school 
in high school as like a student advocate and voice for our populations in our schools. And then when I went to college, I got in that that tossle and turning of like liberalism and um, being a Democrat versus a Republic. I was raised in a Republican home. My dad is like a diehard. He was in the military for many years. And so I felt like there was this massive chasm and I felt like I just kind of got stuck in the middle of it. And because I don't like confrontation because I'm not one, I just want everybody to like get along and like, let's play together for a long time in my 20s, even starting a family here in the area, I just kind of stayed out of that. I like didn't, we don't have a TV downstairs, so we're not watching the news. I kind of felt like I was a bit in a hole until COVID as well. And so yeah. for the person who's like, I don't know how to even get involved. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It feels really overwhelming or like another thing to add to my to-do list. What are some ways that you would help encourage people to try or learn or get involved in a way that could be um, I opening to them. Well, I, and I appreciate that because we really need people to be involved. You know, yeah. going back to my example of the 60,000 voters of those 60,000 registered voters in my district alone, only 25 to 27,000 actually vote. Yeah, wow. So it's like people really are not voting and, and for a variety of reasons, but you know, it's a, an easy way to get involved is when there are always these meet and greets for candidates, you know, go and go and attend one of those. They're, they're usually free because, I mean, if it's not a fundraiser, they're a free event. Yeah. Go and listen to what they have to say. Go to their website and actually look and see what they stand for and get to know them and um, go to, in Virginia Beach, we have four, four different women's clubs, Republican women's clubs. Go and attend a meeting. We have a, a it's called city committee. Um, where it's another, you know, the, the, uh, Republican party, they have a meeting one, one day a month. So there, there are a number of things you can do or just sign up, go on a candidate's website and sign up for their newsletter. So, um, or follow them on, you know, social media. And then you kind of get to know what they stand for and, and what, who, they, what they're about. And cause it is, it is important that these, these elections matter. And in Virginia, we're unique where we have elections every year. Yeah. So sometimes you get a little battle weary of like, oh, another election, but they all really matter. They all, um, count. And so, um, and if we have, you know, when, when in 2020, the Democrats had both the House and the Senate and they rolled back a lot of laws that, we're unfortunate really in the area of, um, you know, uh, criminal yeah. letting be, being soft on crime and, and it's, you know, our crime rates up. So yeah. we, it, it's unfortunate that some of the decisions that they made, I feel like were not great decisions. And so we're suffering for them. Yeah. So we're trying to get some of those back and just get more common sense, you know, and, we always say it is about the common sense, but some of the things you're like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, I think common sense is conflicting when there's an agenda. Right. Yeah. And we can take things out of, out of play of common sense. And that's why my dad, the word he always uses, and I've been saying it lately. And I don't know why, cause it's not a very nice word, but he always would be like, that's asinine. And yeah. I was always like, yeah, it really is. And so I found my, you know, when you say the thing that your parents say and you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I sound just like my mom. I sound just like my dad. I said it the other day and my son looked at me and I was like, 
I'm sorry, Papa used to say that and it just was the perfect time that it came out. But when it comes to things in politics, I I feel that way sometimes. I'm like, this is insane. I just want to like, do you not see? It's like the shaking of people. Um, And yet when we got together and we were talking as a team and my team got to be there too, it was such a special time. Uh, We were talking about the seven mounts mantle and the different mountains and politics being one of them, education. If you've never heard of this, you guys, before, I highly recommend The Seven Mountain Prophecy. It's an incredible book. Um, But you have had the opportunity of being on the arts and entertainment side as well with Caleb. And so how do you feel like your experience with Caleb, you kind of alluded to it with the um, orphan spirit and being able to support people in the impoverished realm. How has that been able to help you in what you're doing now? Well, the, the being in media in general, you know, it's all about messaging and, uh, Caleb, as you know, it's part of EMF broadcasting and Caleb, all we do is play contemporary Christian music. We always say we don't do commentary. We don't do sermons and we don't do talk. It's contemporary Christian music. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, music with the message. And now, you know, we always say it's the kind of music you can listen to with your kids in the car. You don't have to worry about a cuss word coming, you know, popping out or vulgarity. I mean, all that is just unfortunate. You never know what, what, or even disc jockeys are going to go off on a tangent about talking about things that are not are appropriate for children. So it's really nice to be a part of a, a ministry and a media company that it's just, it's the tagline is positive and encouraging. Yes. And so that's, Kayla. that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know, but, but, um, <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, it's a, it's, I love being a part of them and I love, we, we just actually have new leadership and um, it's, they do amazing things and they, they have amazing content and it's, you know, with so much content out there that's just dark and heavy and, you know, um, scary and it's evil. It's just a lot of evil, scary stuff. And it gets, that gets in your soul. It does. You know, when you watch that and listen to it, yeah. it really gets in your soul. No wonder people have nightmares so and can't sleep. No wonder. So true. And, you know, the Bible talks about that as yep. like, um, meditate on things that are pleasing and noble and lovely and good, yep. you know, and so it, it's, it's, you know, a real honor to be a part of, of what they do at Caleb. And it's a very, it's um, ecclesiastical. So it's not, um, or ecumenical. It's not one denomination. It's right. just, you know, the yeah. whole purpose at of, large. Yeah, yeah, at large. Yeah. Exactly. Which is, I, I really feel like how I felt since I've met you is that same, like so communal and so like open-armed and open-handed and open-hearted with what it is that you guys are trying to move people, common sense, right? It's yeah. common sense, but you're doing so under the understanding of love and um, what that looks like, because there's multiple lenses of love, is the love of the Father. And I'm honored even just to have the time to get to know you more and to be able to share you with the community. And I hope as people are listening that I always come to these and Farrah with a desire to be convicted. I always say it because like I should always be learning and I could come and just be like a host and, and inquire and have all those things, but I want the Lord to be present enough and for me to be um, quiet enough as even a hostess to hear, God, what do you want me to grow in? What is it that I could learn from this person? And I I want to explore this realm, this mountain more um, because Mm -hmm. I do believe in not only that local element like we were speaking to, but what and how can we truly change? 
change something is through legislation, is yeah. through the ability to get those places like DC, which is right up the road from us, um, on the same lens and the same page, um, and to, for us to all come together as one. And so I'm excited to just explore that with you. And some of our listeners who are live with us right now are even saying they had no idea about meet and greets and they're excited to go and participate. And so to just have a place that there's a hub of information for us to, to look and to know and to vote, um, to the best of our ability, right? I think is such a gift. And so I appreciate you for giving me that opportunity to be convicted today. <laughs> no, and I, I, I hope people do. I mean, people are like, oh, you know, it's just for a variety. And I hear a lot yeah. of reasons. They're like, oh, I just can't handle. And oh, there's so much fighting. And oh, there, you know, and I get all that. But yeah. at the end of the day, we're going to watch things slip away if we don't fight for it. And, you know, when, um, when we have testimony, when bills come up in Richmond, um, you don't even have to go in person anymore. You used to have to go in person. Now you can zoom in and make your voice heard. And we do care about what, what people say and support or against a bill. So um, really understanding what is on the table. And I know it's a lot. We had over 2,000 bills. And then I think 2,000 over 2,000 introduced. And then I think we listened to 800 and some. And some never even get out of committee. So sometimes people ask me about, about a bill. And I'm like, oh, it never came through my committee. So I don't even know about it. Because wow. it, it can die in committee. But, um, but having people speak up on in support or against a bill really does matter. And, and you, how do you know what to, you know, that you, people may not realize that they, they can influence that yeah. and call reach out to your legislator. And we get um, calls all the time and emails from people saying, please support this or please vote against that. And we record all of them and we listen. In fact, in our, um, we had a situation a year ago about oyster cages in the Virginia beach yeah. area. And it was one, I really didn't have a, you know, one way yeah, or the other. Pulse, yeah. Kind of, yeah, I didn't, it, I didn't have a dog in the fight. We don't live on yeah, the water. Sure, sure. So I didn't have a dog in the fight. And yet I heard from so many of my constituents, um, you know, how they felt about it in support of, of what we were trying to do that I went and advocated for them because I represent them. Yeah. So having them reach out and wow. let me know, um, you know, is something that I need to know about mm -hmm. and I do follow through. And, you know, and the other thing, when we think about those 800 and so bills, they're every different topic that you right. can imagine. Where you, you know, would find passion in, uh, if there's 2,000 topics or 800 topics, yeah. you're going to find passion in them. Yeah. Or, or how do you, how can you really educate yourself on, you know, it's everything from healthcare yeah. to um, mental health, to education, to um, tow trucks, you know, <laughs> right. mean, and right. everything in between. And wow. so there's no way we can be an expert on everything. So sure. we really do rely on, you wow. know, like if, if it's a fisherman, if it's a something that's regarding fisheries, right. you know, need fishermen to come and tell me how it affects them. So I know. How do you find out about that though? Like I wouldn't even know how, how would you know where to find the information on all of those bills? Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know unless you just, you know, start Googling the topic and then, or you get, you start hearing like we have out from Virginia beach, we have the wind farms, you know, okay, so yep, yep. being out there for power. So people know something's going on. So they'll, they'll start reaching out to me and saying they are for it or against it. You know, so it's, um, 
it's, it's so much is happening. It's so yeah. much is happening. And it, and it is, it's a lot to, to get Process. involved and stay involved, yeah. but it's so important because yeah. you've got to, you got to know it because it affects, it's going to affect right. you, your children and your children's children. Yeah. I think like when I think of what, what would I want to investigate? What would I want to like raise my hand? What would I actually reach out to my delegate and say something? It would probably be in the small business category, which you've mentioned yeah. since you've been here because one, I am a small business here and two, I am raising little mini-preneurs and I want them to be able to understand how does that work. And um, I think connected to what you do and how you've been doing it is just that being present, right? And understanding yeah. that um, what's going on. One of the things that I saw in your bio that I was like, wow, this is so interesting. You had, you're an inventor and you have yeah. a patent. So you're for sure an entrepreneur in your own right. Tell me a little bit about that and just to bring it to a close, because I know that you have so many rabbit holes we could go down. Well, that uh, that is has become kind of a funny story in my family because um, I did I, when my, it, it's called a burp guard. Okay. Basically a bib for adults to wear while you're holding your child. Because you know when you're holding a baby yes. and you put the, the, you know. The, 100%, the um, one burp cloth that still gets everywhere. Cloth. And they always seem to nail it. They get everywhere but the burp cloth. They're still all over. Oh my gosh. And so this was something that you could wear all the way around your neck. It had a Velcro so you could, you know, whip it off with one hand and, but it protected your clothing. Cause my, my fourth child was a huge spitter. So, and I was always dressed ready for work and then, you know, oh, I'd have no. spit up all over me. So, um, I started really selling them and, you know, they were, it was a clever thing or whatever, but it was, you know, this thing, this is way before Etsy and all these, yes, you know, Amazon like, stores. I always say, yeah, yeah it, was, it was TikTok shops. I mean, come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was, I was just ahead of my time, but or not. That's cool. But um, anyway, it all kind of, uh, it's kind of a sad story because uh, I started selling them a lot. I, I got a, um, they did a feature on it in the Good Housekeeping magazine. And this cool. is way before all the internet stuff. And, uh, and then it was really, I was selling them like crazy. My nanny at the time, I got her a headset so she would take orders. We had an 800 number. <laughs> <laughs> That's it amazing. was hilarious. And then at Father's Day, I had one that had a, it, it was blue denim and it had a tie so that <sighs> fathers could wear, you know, have them on their way to work and That's if they spilled great. their coffee. I mean, That's all great. But anyway, it, it, uh, it all kind of went away during, um, 9-11, 9-11 oh. kind of could put the kibosh on that. But what's interesting, so they've been in my attic forever and I just, you know, kind of never did anything. And that now my children are having children Ah. and they were like, mom, do you have any of those burp guards? So that's (laughs) amazing. A little little of a resurgence, but anyway, that was, it's it's more of a family joke. Yeah, sure. You're like, it was a thing at one point. It, it paid bills. It did. I think about, well, I don't know if you, I think I told you that Mom and Me Boutique was one of our first yes. kind of endeavors. So I'll have to get you in touch with Ashley. Maybe it truly can make a resurgence, even <laughs> if it's just here locally. I love it. It's so fun. Well, Ann Farrell, it's been so awesome to have you on. I love connecting with you every time I do. I feel just a sense of peace and excitement mm-hmm. towards what's happening in the political climate versus what's often the antithesis of that. And so, Let's see. One of the guests says, my mom had them in rehab. One of your oh, burp things? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that another? Well, you know, it was for the elderly too. I didn't mention that, oh. but um, the elderly, you know, when they had trouble sure. with, you know, with their fueling and stuff. <laughs> and another one, believe it or not, a lot of pet store owners were buying oh. them because the birds... <laughs> <laughs> 
my gosh, this I is mean, great. You know, it gets better and better. It really was a thing. That well, that's you can see why it's a family. You know, right? But I hey, it's a patent. That's hard. Joke, that's hard to do. I mean, that's impressive. I'm just trying to secure a trademark, and that feels hard enough. A patent's a whole nother level. I love it. Funny. Well, it's been awesome having you. If there are any additional ways, I have your link available for teamtata.org, so you guys can get involved and invested. And maybe you're not even a local delegate or a local constituent. Is that the word? Yeah, constituent. Yeah. I'm like, is that right? Constituent yeah. to the area and you're listening across the globe, but you want to know a little bit more about how to get involved. I would highly encourage you to go to her site and see yeah. just what it is that they're doing because it is incredible. And to know if you are feeling a prompting by the Lord to enter into yeah. a new mountain, to have and take on a new mantle, to, to answer a call at any season of your life that looks different than the calling you ever thought for your life. Take her incredible example and yeah. to do it, what, like we said uh, earlier, do it afraid, right? Right. Do Go it afraid. afraid. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. It's been amazing. We are praying over you and our city. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you're doing too. God bless you. Blessings. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning Bye. in. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to. And I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener. And I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.